Hello, 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 and welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Pixelated Sausage Show. Hi, 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 hi. I am, of course, your host, Marcus Nez. How are y'all doing? Hope all is well, as I do every episode. I am doing. I am doing. That is what I'm doing. I'm doing, doing. Any hooing. Eh, I haven't been watching all too much. I did start Star Trek Enterprise just to jump right into things. Because what else is there to talk about? You want to talk about Plex? I got a question about Plex later on. But in terms of Plex, I am almost done with redoing the handful of shows I pre-did prior to the current template I have. So that's just about done which is nice though the last one i have to do is the twilight zone the original series which is 156 episodes i believe featuring a shitload of commentaries which is not going to be fun to do in terms of inputting all the data for individual episodes of that metadata is there and everything that is going to be tedious as all hell TV shows are the worst. I hate doing TV shows. They're an absolute nightmare. Those are the things I would probably back up. I'm I'm fine redoing movies, but a TV show, I'd rather blow my brains out. But speaking of TV, I started Star Trek Enterprise, and I did not realize... That show was a prequel. Uh, unless I am forgetting something, I am not a Star Trek aficionado by any means, even though I've been watching a lot of Star Trek and I've seen a lot at this point. I have not seen all of it. I have not read any outside sources that may or may not be canon. I don't know what is canon, what isn't canon, what's part of the official timeline, what isn't. But as far as I know... The, the show, <laughs> Enterprise that is, has to be the very beginning of the timeline. It has to be the, the, the earliest because it is a prequel to all other series. It is the, it's not the native voyage because they, they did send out other earthlings to inhabit other planets. The Terra Nova initiative, or whatever they wanted to call it, is something that happened prior to Enterprise, which I just experienced in an episode. But it is very early on in the Star Trek universe, so there is a limited amount of technology and a limited scope and scale to it all that I am not really vibing with. I don't know if it's because I've watched so much Star Trek at this point and I've seen so much of the future, but going back and seeing where it all began isn't as appealing as it might seem. Part of it is that much smaller scale and scope. The ship feels incredibly small I may be misremembering things I'm about 
10 episodes or so in, but I don't feel like we've gotten a lot of diversity seems like a weird word to use for the ship, but all I remember really seeing uh, in terms of the ship is the the deck, the 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 crew deck. What is it? What is the name of that the, that game again? Star Trek Bridge Crew, the bridge. So there, that's how I remember what the name of that stupid part of the ship is. All I really remember is the bridge. I don't remember ever seeing the medical room all that much or an engineering room specifically or any of the cruise quarters really so it all feels very very cramped and small and low budget and even the the stories and the characters it feels like local theater troupe star trek and not big budget this is real it, it feels more like fan fiction than real fiction i know that apparently the fourth season is amazing and there are many people who consider the fourth season of enterprise to be one of the best seasons of star trek period and even those who would call it the best singular season of Star Trek so I guess that'll be nice when I get there but right now I am not vibing with the show at all worse than any other show worse than Voyager the theme song is an abomination I don't know what anyone was thinking even uh, with Voyager which was not great for a, a good chunk of time. It still had a pretty on point with the iconic nature of the Star Trek themes, while Enterprise instead opts for some reworking of a Rod Stewart song that was made uh, originally for Patch Adams, apparently. I forget the name of the, the original song, but... The theme song for Enterprise has lyrics and it's just really weird. Tonally, it does not. When I heard that, I was. <laughs> I thought it was a joke. It, the show, in, in some cases, in many ways, sort of feels like a parody, but a very bad parody. I don't really like the crew. There's a really cringe worthy, icky scene where the engineer and the science officer the engineer is a human the science officer is a, a Vulcan where they get contaminated with some kind of bacteria or something and they have to be cleansed so they go into what do you call those rooms where they decontaminate you well they're getting decontaminated and they have to rub each other's bodies and they get all down and dirty and I don't know if this was shown on regular TV but when they strip down to their underwear essentially uh, you can just see 
the the woman's nipples through her shirt. And that seems like something that wouldn't be on regular TV, especially back then. I think as we've moved on, uh, things have become a bit more lenient. You can say shit and stuff like that on regular TV. But I, I was a bit taken aback by that. I don't know if that's just uncensored for the sake of it being on Paramount now or for the Blu-ray release and stuff like that. That was unexpected. The cast and crew, though. I just... I'm kind of bored by it all. And I don't really care. And I want to just get through it. Uh, thank God it's four seasons and, and move on to the new stuff. Discovery, Strange New World. Don't really have much interest in Picard. But I want to say maybe it'll surprise me. But I think the popular common consensus overall consensus is that Picard is one of the weakest Star Trek series every list I've seen that ranks shows puts it near the bottom and I appreciate Deep Space Nine more and more as I reflect on it as much as the last few seasons really hurt the series overall for me the majority of of that show was so good and Cisco is still my favorite Star Trek character I think he is so good I love Cisco so much and I miss him Scott Bakula I love Scott Bakula because I love Quantum Leap but I do not <laughs> I do not like his Captain Carter so far Carter or Carver I'm not sure which it is but that, that's what I'm focused on watching. Miami Vice did get a little worse after the two-part pilot. And what I realized, and this, this had me wondering in general if this is the case with shows of a certain age that change when we hit a, a point in time, when we, we transition to the streaming future where we had a lot of originals happening on Netflix and, and stuff like that. I, after watching two more episodes after that two-parter, and it, it, I started cooling on the show, took a break, a few days off, and then just watched one episode on it. I, I didn't watch anymore, just watched the one. And I enjoyed that episode a lot more than the previous two. And I don't know if it's just that that episode was better, if it fluctuates, because it is a very episodic show, even though there is an overarching storyline as well. But my assumption is, while the episode may have been a bit better on its own, I think it's more so that Miami Vice is just not a show you binge. It released originally week to week, weekly that is. And that was the pace at which you watched that show and all shows back in the day. That's how you consumed 
stuff. And I got to wondering, well, were shows written and made in a way so that they'd be satisfying in that sense where they don't work binging for whatever reason that I can't put my finger on. But that is how I'm going to watch Miami Vice now. It's just an episode here and there. I'm not going to binge it because I don't think it suits binging. Just like I, I, I don't think something like Columbo would be great to binge because that is very, very episodic. Those are just a bunch of movies that are smashed together and called seasons and call the TV show when it's really just, hey, we, we have this character we like. Let's make the 100 movies with them, but we'll call it a TV show because it, it's cheap to make and we can put it on TV instead of in the theaters. So yeah, still watching that. Still watching news radio. So let's get on to what I've been playing. Got two games, two games. We'll wrap things up. Uh, the two games I got. First up is the Forest Cathedral. Let's go over to Steam, read that old description. The Forest Cathedral is a first-person environmental thriller set on a remote island. Playing as scientist Rachel Carson, players will slowly uncover the effects of DDT by using advanced environmental technology to solve 2D and 3D connected puzzles in this dramatic reimagining of Silent Spring. What the? Is Silent Spring a game? I don't read this description for Silent Spring. Book by, it's a book by Rachel Carlson. Silent Spring is an environmental science book by Rachel Carlson, or Carson, 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 Carson. Published on September 27th, 1962, the book documented the environmental harm caused by the indiscriminate use of pesticides. So this is a, a, a telling of a book. I did not realize that. Well, this is a weird-ass game. I played on Xbox, and it is not good. It is pretty fucking busted and weird. The game opens with you as a ladybug. And then on screen, you get a little notification. Push the left analog stick up. And then you start walking across this ledge towards what looks like some sort of treehouse. A platform on, on a tree. And you're taking your sweet ass time. And you're wondering to yourself after 15 seconds pass. Uh, how do I ha am I going to have to walk all the way to that platform? Because this is going to take forever. I don't like this. This fucking sucks. What's going on? And then you hear, you hear a pesticide getting sprayed. And you're like, what's that? What's that? And you transition to the pesticider, the man with the gun who is not holding it. When you see it and you see his mouth, you see your hands because it's in first person. He's got his hands sort of like open and then the pesticide gun is just placed where they are. So the, the, the handle bars and everything align with his hands, but he's not gripping them. And you're like, okay, I, I see. I see where your budget is. 
I see what kind of game you are. And then you spray five designated spots and then transition to the the young lady, the scientist, who is talking to a dude. And, and both your character models are weird looking. They don't look great. And the voice acting is not great. But whatever, who cares? You, you want a job working uh, on this plant, whatever, and the dude is like, you're a fucking woman. You should just be a receptionist. And you're like, fuck you. And then you get the job. And he's like, you got to do this, and you're going to have to do this. You better, you got to do this stuff because this is not, it's hard work. And then you are introduced to the game's mechanics, which involve in first-person mode using this viewfinder device to see things that you can't otherwise see with a naked eye. And this includes objects that aren't there, creatures that aren't there, highlights, the mosquitoes and stuff like that. And then when you're doing that, you just like hit a capture button and you're like, okay, I captured its soul, I guess. I don't know what I'm capturing, but whatever, who cares? And then the other gameplay mechanic is when you are activating or using devices that activate things or provide you with information. It's a 2D platformer where you have a little guy and you always talk to the little guy when you're doing the platform and you're just thinking to yourself, why don't you just shut the hell up? But you won't. So you control the the 2D platformer, which has a, a jump, wall jumping, dash, pretty standard stuff. But... Uh, the story as it's moving on sucks. The voice acting and line delivery is really weird at times. There's a point where some dead fish start floating down river and you see one and then you see more and you're like, oh, what's, what's going on? This this is, this doesn't look good. Are the fish dead? They're dead. And that's, that's the line delivery. Are the fish dead? They're dead. It's just like, what? what, what? I don't get what you're trying to, to sell me the game controls poorly there's a very weird this could be an xbox thing i don't know what's going on with the game but even in the the main menu i had a fucking jump around and go back to the dashboard and i thought my controller might be broken for a second but i i played other games and and checked the the dashboard and everything else the controller controlled normally there, there is a, an unresponsiveness to the controller, to the controls, where at times it just won't register any input, no matter what you're doing on the controller. It just will act like you're doing nothing. Or there's a significant delay. The, 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 there are times where it's, it's working fine too as well. Maybe like two-thirds of the time it controls it normally. But a fair amount of the time, there is either some kind of weird delay or just no response whatsoever. Very, very uh, unpleasant experience. And then the game itself is just production value-wise, visually janky. The Again, the performances are weird and all over the place. The game itself is fucking weird. Because it has you and the character models when you're being introduced to the story and the characters. 
But then it transitions to these talking heads on TV screens uh, with a pixel aesthetic. And they're talking to each other and you're like, what the hell's going on? And then it cuts to another character and you're like, this is a whole new conversation. What What is this? Who Who, who am I talking to? Is this my mother? I, I what's what's happening here? Who are they? Why 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 am I experiencing this conversation? And then it cuts the other dude, and then it'll jump and switch you to the scenes with a load of with a load maybe. Uh, and sometimes between scenes, the load times can be upwards of ten seconds, which isn't a long time, but given how the game looks and with having an SSD and all that kind of stuff, you, you don't want to have any loading, but they'll have you transition to a scene where you just walk over to a space, interact with a, an object, and, and get a bit of dialogue, and then it's it's over, <laughs> transitions to another scene. Why am I doing that? It's just a waste of my fucking time. Just make it one long cutscene or something. Why are, you, why are you making me load to this scene where I have very little to do and, and not anything of significance to do when you could just deliver the same stuff in another way? And yeah, there are times where if you press a button too quickly, if you, you bring up your viewfinder too fast when transitioning between scenes or other actions you'll see just for a few seconds the the character model and how you look in first person and how you're built in first person which is to say you'll see your severed arms just dangling in front of your face and you're like what's going on here oh those are my my first person arms that i can see in front of me because the the game is not caught up with the fact that I am bringing up my viewfinder, which brings up my hands, and, and the fact that it's a, it's a fucking busted-ass shitty game that I like. This isn't a case where maybe they can make it better with updates, because it is designed in such a weird... Like, a lot of the game's problems are its design and its production value which can't change the the lag and unresponsiveness that can hopefully be fixed and 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 alleviated but the game is structured in such a weird way and isn't fun or interesting is incredibly tedious and i just i can't i've had i've had enough of it it's amazing, though, that its greatest accomplishment is that it is so weird and busted that it made the other game I played seem good in comparison. And it is not a good game because the other game I played is Postal 4 No Regerts on the PlayStation 5. It originally came out on PC in Early Access, and I played it there where it was so poorly optimized to make it <laughs> I could never get that game to run at a lock 60 no matter how low I set all the settings early on in its early access life it was a fucking mess 
And on PlayStation, it does run better, but it will lock up every time it auto saves. And there are significant load times between areas upwards of 30 seconds, which is crazy because this game does not look good. But overall, it performs relatively well. It's just a really stupid ass game that is following the structure of Postal. Uh, starting with Postal 2. It, it's not on Xbox. It's only on PlayStation. It, it, there is a, a petition, I guess, going on to get it to come to Xbox. I don't know why it's not on Xbox. If Xbox is having some kind of quality control thing, it won't let it on Xbox right now. And, and maybe if people put up a big enough of a fuss it will that doesn't make sense to me because there's plenty of other garbage on xbox already so i don't know why postal 4 which is by no means the worst game i've i've played a lot of worse games on xbox already so i i don't understand why it's it shouldn't be allowed on the on the platform even content wise who who cares yeah, you got balls and, and you can piss on people and flip them off. Whoop-dee-doo. Uh, but it's 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 not a good game. You, you have shooting elements. They don't feel good. There are a lot of difficulty modes. You have your base, normal, easy, and hard, and very hard. But you also have Lieber mode, which is where... Everyone is uh, locked behind gun control laws, except you. So you can just destroy everyone. Or then Heston World, where everyone is carrying the hate you mode, where everyone will attack you on site if they have a weapon. I believe Pulsa mode is then where they combine Heston World and they hate me. So everyone is caring and everyone hates you. So they're just going to destroy you. And then nigh impossible where it's everything prior to that. Plus now people have high powered weapons. But you, you know, if you have any interest in the game or not, because the, the point in, in playing a postal game at, uh, with the, the first person ones is whether or not you are one easily offended if you're easily offended obviously don't play a postal game but if you just want something that is incredibly stupid and incredibly crass and doesn't give a shit about offending anyone or anything and is just there to be this really janky stupid ass game where you can do some of the most vile things possible in video games. It, it, it's, it's, it exists. It's a, a, a decent form of escapism in some ways. A, a, an an alright playground for the deplorable. But... 
it can get exhausting and, and the lack of polish the fact that it doesn't feel that great to actually control and play and all that makes it so that yes you can do pretty much anything you want it, it doesn't it's not super enjoyable because it, it doesn't play all that well you can cheese the game as, as well regardless of difficulty making the the harder difficulties a bit easier on you by save scumming in a in a way in a sense in that when you load a game from a save you will still retain all of your items your inventory will stay the same but the game world will reset uh, in terms of items and all that kind of jazz so you can save the game when you find a stash of ammo and a gun some health items etc money and just keep loading and saving and loading and saving and loading and saving and building up your inventory until you max out everything if you really want to do that but the structure of the game is everything's taking place over a week and you initially start wanting to look for a job you go and talk to some people somebody will eventually recommend the job agency where you go and then you'll get three options initially the uh, work as a prison guard animal collector and then something else and you could do all that you can follow the game and it's loose narrative or you can just choose to go about doing whatever the hell you want it's really up to you and it's, it's fine it's, it's a game that if it's for you you know it's for you it's not a game that will expand its audience beyond those who already are very well aware of the fact that they are interested in this game it is nice to see it on console though i i I, I just like seeing games regardless of quality or whatever or who they're for being open to as many people as possible to being open to the largest audience but I would really like to see it at Xbox for those who do want to play it and have an Xbox and not a PlayStation and, and don't play on PC but and I would love it if this more so came to Xbox because I think it's a good game I really enjoyed the original postal which is very different it's isometric and it's more so about creating mayhem in these small environments and there was controversy because of that just the fact that you are going in these environments and causing it, it sort of was like a, a state of emergency type of experience but isometric uh, and maybe controversial in some of the settings because I think one of the settings was a school. I don't believe you could kill kids, but it's still a school. So that wasn't great. But I really like that one. And that's Postal Redux is on PlayStation as well. And I think there was, I think they said Postal Redux was coming to Xbox. It's just taking a bit longer. Don't know if that's still happening. Don't know what's happening with any of the, the Postal games in Xbox, but. It's on console now, PlayStation only for the time being. It'll never hit Switch, but maybe it'll hit Xbox. It is what it is. It's a postal game. And it can pee on people. 
if you want. You don't have to. But it's there. That's all I've been playing, though. So let's hit the Patreon question and call it uh, a podcast. Call it a day. Right. All right. From Jedi. Does ripping shows for Plex get you excited to watch them? Anything get moved up after ripping? No, absolutely not. Ripping a show specifically, ripping movies doesn't get me excited to watch them, but I do enjoy the process and I really enjoy the act of specifically finding the poster I'm going to end up going with for them. I really enjoy that, even though there are some cases where a movie is so old and so whatever that there really is only the official poster, which when that is the case, I will hope to be able to find the Japanese version of it in a high quality because I, if I'm going to be stuck with the regular poster, I would at least like it to be the Japanese where there's just excessive text all over it. I think that makes it slightly more fun. But with shows, it's more so the opposite that's happening. I hate ripping TV shows so much because the process is incredibly tedious and annoying and frustrating with episode order. In some cases, the episode order is more complicated because of the difference between production order and airing order. For instance, I just redid Happy Endings and... Because I follow airing order, which is how TMDB, the movie database, handles the the standard or the 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 default episode order. The the way that one turned out was here. Let me let me give you. Uh, and this this is this is only for season one. Season two and three were pretty all right in terms of the the way it worked but for season one of happy endings to get it in episode order this is how it goes episode one this one title zero episode two this one title four episode three this two title one episode four this two title zero episode five this two title four episode six disc one title six episode seven Disc 1, Title 3. Episode 8, Disc 2, Title 3. Episode 9, Disc 2, Title 2. Episode 10, Disc 1, Title 1. Episode 11, Disc 1, Title 2. Episode 12, Disc 2, Title 5. And Episode 13, Disc 1, Title 5. So that one is just all over the fucking place. And stuff like that makes ripping shows a fucking nightmare. And going through that process makes me actively not want to think about that show anytime soon. Like I, I don't. I thought, man, I could rewatch Happy Endings, and then I re-ripped it, and I now have no desire to do that. I could not care less about rewatching the show. So, no, 
ripping TV shows does not get me excited to watch them. I've been wanting to watch Supernatural for so long. After ripping that whole thing, I am in no rush to do any of that. So no. I, I am very anal and weird and obsessive about the Plex stuff and all that jazz. And I like busy work, but at the same time, it is pretty fucking annoying. And I, I'm just so excited that I'm almost done with this 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 part of it. But then comes all the anime and whew, that's going to be a hell of a time. But I'm not going to rush any of that. I will be taking my sweet ass time with all that. So uh, yeah, that, that's the, the only question for this episode. So uh, that'll that'll do it for this episode of the Pixelated Sausage Show. Once again, I am Mark Krishnaz. Y'all can find me pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. And of course, you can find all my links of import over at PXSausage.com. That should get you to the website, the YouTubes, the Patreons, the art, everything that I do in any way, shape, or form can be found very simply through going to pxsausage.com and then boom, go wherever else you want to go after that. Speaking of the Patreon, which I mentioned just mere seconds ago, if you do enjoy this year's show or any of the stuff I do and what have you, you can go over to patreon.com slash pxs to support me and my nonsense that away. It means a great deal to me. I appreciate it greatly, but in no ways do you have to do any of it. It's completely up to you. I Did I just hear a fucking goose outside? I swear I heard some honking. Is the untitled goose outside my window? But if you support at the $3 higher tier, you can ask questions that I'll answer like Jedi did this episode. So if that tickles your fancy, tickle that, that pledge button or whatever the hell they call it on Patreon and, and, and join the club. And then you could chat with your fellow patrons and be in the private channels and be all cool and, and secretive. Shh. But uh, yeah, if you'd like to support me again, you can do that over at patreon.com slash pxs. Well, that'll do it for this episode of the Pixel A Sausage Show. So as always, thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoyed this here episode and for now, adios, uh, arrivederci. Bye.